You are now listening to Out of the Blank. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast, the cereal. Con- You're not even doing the videos anymore. We got to get you back into it, David. I haven't had a bowl of cereal in almost a month. <laughs> Wait, no cereal at all? I I did, I, meant, I know you were taking a break from the videos, but not the. No, I haven't eaten in a while. I haven't eaten a bowl, I'd say, since probably, yeah, in the end of June. Is that Take just, a little break. Is I'm a little, cut? I can, yeah. I'm about to say, is it because the weather's changing? Is that you just not feeling the cereal anymore? it must be a comfort food in the winter and um it's usually my go-to snack when i'm high but lately i've been just getting on uh, toast and butter and peanut butter and, and some jam and you know just staying healthy when i get high instead of eating cereal so cereal's healthy depending on which one you get get a nice pair of bran flakes now if you're going to take a break and probably like we were talking a little bit about not doing the cereal reviews a lot or at least not doing them anymore. Are you going to try and find a new avenue? To, why would you cover up your camera? That makes, okay. Um, but are you going to try and find a new avenue to go down? I don't know. Um, like I started the account, what, a couple of years ago now, and uh, just kind of went with it. And uh, yeah, I think I just kind of, I don't know, I applied toad, but I kind of, I kind of did what I wanted to. And, and uh yeah, it's not that I'm sick of it or want to try something else. I might just hop back on to it. I think I'm just kind of probably just get into porn, take, take dude. Summer. Get into porn. I'm telling you, I, man. There's look. There's a. There's. I just so I had to research into this about how much people on OnlyFans make. There's a lady that makes a hundred thousand dollars a month by just showing videos of her feet that are like a couple minutes long. And I'm like, you don't even, they don't even have to know if you're a guy or a girl or whatever gender you want to identify as. Just take your fucking foot out. You have a nice looking foot. You're getting $100,000. People sell their panties online. Sell your panties. What are we talking about? (laughs) I was thinking of a good ASMR video where basically if I eat something, I eat something real messy. It gets all my beard and the ASMR is me going to the microphone and just playing with my, my beard and moving the crumbs out of it. That would just piss me off. I'd be like, somebody get this man a napkin. Man, how many fetishes do people have? It's crazy. Well, if you, I mean, we could probably name off a whole entire list. But what I found really, really interesting about the whole like porn industry in general was that people talk about how like, would you say there's an unfair advantage in porn? I don't even know who's the advantage for. I don't know, the director, the person that's not having sex, making all the money. That's the advantage. Well, hopefully <laughs> you're not getting paid like $50 to get shit on and all this type of stuff that ends up happening. You end up getting like taken advantage of. But when it comes to like genders, for instance, male and female, do you think there's an unrealistic expectation under each one? Like each one has its own disproportionate advantage? Women, obviously. They feel like, I feel like they're the uh, star in any video they're in, so... Okay, so that's what I thought too. Was like women would there's a there's in the porn industry or in the dirty content adult content industry there is a lot more of like women getting views because more likely it's a guy that is looking up porn and he's trying to you know 
satisfy his urges in the next minute and a half that he has before he has to go pick up his kids at fucking daycare or some shit. So it just, (laughs) I, I was wondering, I was like, okay, so if it's very, very good or it's good money for a lady like that to just get a hundred thousand dollars a month by just baking feet videos. And I go, okay, then what's the incentive for the guy? Like how much porn is there? And there's a lot of guy porn, obviously, if depending on if you're a female, if you're gay or whatever, but I started looking at like, well, there's always a cause and effect to something. And the one thing I didn't take into account is when you're a woman and you're shooting porn, you have a very, very small viable window because you're basing a lot of stuff off your looks. And then you got to factor into a fact how long until that girl eventually decides that she wants to start a life and she's done making feet videos. She wants to start having kids. Maybe that affects a little bit of whatever the porn is, especially if most of your porn is based off your body. Then it's like, okay, that plays an effect. So it's like how Pam Anderson, for instance, she was hot as shit in Baywatch. But then she started getting a lot of cosmetic surgery to keep up with that young appearance because she was famous for her looks. And she thought that as her looks, as she got older, your looks start to fade. People don't find that attraction. Like if she would have walked into any room when she was 20, every guy would have done anything for her. But then now that she's older, it's like you're not really the hottest around, like getting famous or getting money off of your looks. They'll do anything. Kim Kardashian will get butt implants or get anything like that. But for a guy, you don't have to really worry about a whole lot. I mean, you can keep your body in shape. You don't have to worry about kids fucking it up. You don't have to do a bunch of things. So I'm like, we're lucky. We're very lucky. We don't have to birth kids like. As I see my wife get, if we're going anywhere, it takes like two hours to get ready. She's like, come on, get ready, get ready. And she bugs me. Then like five minutes before we go, I'm like, okay, I'll get ready. And I'll literally just get changed. And she's like, I hate you. Because obviously, like, I feel like she likes wearing the mask because she's like, I don't have to put makeup on there. So she has a pressure. To, she has to put on a certain face. Women do just to even go in public, right? Because they don't want to be seen without makeup or anything, right? So I prefer if they don't put on makeup. Yeah, me too natural buddy. it's a it's a fucking trick because then you wake up the next day and you're like oh my god who are you it's like um uh, well it was makeup silly it's like oh my god i was i was lied to i can't tell when they get like the eyeshadow the eyeliner i'm like you're is that that's not natural is they're like no these are fake eyelashes and they take off their eyelashes i'm like <gasps> even the eyebrows tattooed you can tattoo your eyebrows <laughs> And then basically it always looks like there's an eyeliner or whatever it's in. And why are we into makeup here? But I didn't even know you could draw on eyebrows until I saw a person put up like a before. And then after I was like, wait, that's a thing. Like those aren't just natural. Maybe it's because I need my glasses or something to be able to tell that. Oh, you wear glasses. Do you wear contacts? I no, I don't. I just I, I need them for distance. But when I'm driving, I kind of just take a shot in the dark <laughs> where I'm going. <laughs> Nothing wrong with taking a shot in the dark, right? Hey, look, I best all my base life decisions on taking a shot in the dark and it's worked out pretty well for me so far. But I've been thinking about the porn industry. I'm like, maybe I should just start selling feet. Videos. I was going to say that's my Emily used to have a friend when we started dating that it was actually in porn. She went up to a big city and she wore a wig and my buddy and I like found some of her old stuff. It was from a few years, like 2000 something. And uh, yeah. But she wanted to make a change, so she basically got rid of all social media. I think, and she was under a fake name when she was uh, doing porn, right? So, but really nice girl, and I couldn't believe that she was actually in porn. Obviously, she probably just had to. Basically, I'm sure when she was young, probably maybe 18 or 19, and found some guys like, hey, make, make some money, and took advantage of her, and 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 exploited her, right? Because she didn't, she wasn't proud or want to talk about it at all. 
you just got to be very, very careful because it's like, if you start that, like, okay, let's take you when you're in your twenties, David. So if someone comes up to you and says, I'm going to be able to make sure that you get a hundred thousand dollars a month and you're never going to have to worry about bills. All you're going to have to do is just, you know, show your glorious chest hair and make some very sexual videos. And you're like, whoa, like I'm fresh out of high school. I don't need to go to college and spend all the money getting in debt just to get an education degree that might not work out. But now you're giving me an opportunity to do all this. And we think like, okay, the best thing that you can do with that is save every hundred thousand dollars a month. You get budget no, your cost. You're going to blow the shit out of it. You're going to be like, I'm going to yeah. fucking toss out 10 grand just so somebody can massage my left toe. Like that's all you're going to, you're going to be doing dumb shit. But then it's like, okay, now you've spent so much in this industry. You're now holding an apartment or you're holding a house that is like $50,000 a month. Yeah. Maintain that lifestyle. Right. <laughs> and and then guess what happens is now you're out of the industry because they don't really like your look anymore. You're now more of like older. They're looking for young people now. And now you got to find a way to now live or try and find a way to live off of the fact that you've been living for the past 15, 20 years on $100,000 a month. Now you're going to have to try and find a real job. But then when you go and get a real job, you walk into the CEO's office of a business, you finally put on a suit instead of taking clothes off, you're putting more clothes on. You walk in there and you go, sir, I'm ready to get a job. My name is David. Here's my job resume. I spent a lot of this time in the adult industry. Like, what do you mean by adult industry? Well, there are some video clips I was doing for money because when I was a kid, they were offering this price and it was a very, very good price. And you're like, okay, well, let me look up the videos real quick. Oh, oh my yeah, they wouldn't do that. <laughs> oh my God. I'm never gonna look at cereal ever again the same way. And it's like, I, yeah. so do I get the job? No, you're never coming back and get out of my seat and take the chair with you. It's like, oh, okay. Um <laughs> I think I think you just froze for a second. Oh, I'm sorry, did I do you want me to repeat the whole I was story? Just, I was thinking a good retirement plan. If, no, no. If you're a porn star, like you said, and you, you were like, oh, no, you're, you kind of grow up and grow out of the lifestyle, then basically you made enough money to have a nice big house, obviously down in California, wherever they're filming that. And what you got to do, basically, if you want to maintain that lifestyle and you're not doing porn anymore, you just rent out your house during the day for sex shoots, other productions. So basically, you're making, well, you might even be making more than a hundred grand a month, right? So, well, let's porn for instance. Like a lot of people don't like it or don't like the look of it. They think it's rude. I don't. Oh, care. everybody loves porn. They just say they don't like it and say it's gross. Well, everyone know. watches it, but there are some people that have a, a very shitty view of it. Like if you're in that industry, you're a piece of trash. And I'm like, I don't think that at all. I think if you're making money doing something that you enjoy doing, as long as you're not being forced into it, like the horrible conditions that a lot of people do go through, then I, I don't have an issue with it. But here's the thing is, even if you have a kink where it's just showing your feet, you can be the most ugly, like Zoolander, for instance, the guy, the hand model, he had his hand in a fucking jar. He did not look good at all, but all they're taking photos is his hand. But how long until you, what's going to pull you out of the industry? It seems like you could do that forever. You could be old and still have like your feet on camera or on thing. Skin but, tags, skin tags. Well, what happens when you finally meet the love of your life and they, he, they sit you down like, hey, I don't want you doing these videos anymore. This is very, very strange and I don't like it. And you're willing to give up that to do that. That's the Whatever crazy makes thing. you happy though. Obviously doing these videos is a means of making money. I'm sure people aren't actually happy with what they're doing or actually <laughs> passionate about it, right? They're just using this as a, 
kind of a way to make money to do something else. Why would you work a nine to five when you can make a five minute video of just (laughs) making your toes whisper by rubbing them back and forth together and make a hundred thousand. How much ASMR have you been watching? I'm not, it's not like, that's not ASMR. That's kinky shit. I was just researching Uh, into this industry. I like watching the uh, the ASMR where it's got like the Asian girls and they. Be, it's not like I like this, but it's hilarious. I'll put it on because then we love hates the sounds of anything, and they're eating like fish. They have a huge like fish and they're just biting into it, or they got sushi and she's just trying to stuff as much as she can. She's this little petite girl. I'm like, man, now that's that's funny. I live in a beach town, and there are some things that they're eating out of the sea I've never seen in my entire life. Like they had this one crab that was like, I guess a coconut crab was a huge one, but they. <sighs> She cracks the thing and she, <laughs> she starts biting into the shell. And I'm like, Savage. What the fuck is this shit? Now, people, uh, people want to see them get uh, violent with and get rough. I don't know. It's where I'm sure I'd, I'd hate to see the comments that these people are getting. Like, hey, next video, can you do this? Can you do that? Like, imagine the creeps that they are getting DM to them. Well, what I started to realize was like, how many people throughout all my episodes of my podcast have either been getting off? to me talking or maybe the guest that's on using it as like what do they do in their dirty acts or just have it as background noise so many times i'm watching a movie and i'll be doing something and then like next thing you know i was like that was just background noise i could have been while i'm talking right now there could be someone just going at it with a fucking stuffed animal we don't even know what the stuffed animal think it through did emily tell you about my childhood or something every time you say emily the dude gets an even bigger heart on. Oh, gross. <laughs> let's let's just say, let's just say, I'll put this all out here. I don't know if I can talk this. And this is weird because I'm sober. I don't even care. Um, I used to have a, a Care Bear. And basically that was uh, my ride or die for uh, a good 12 or 15, 12, 15 years. What do you mean ride or die? Well, basically every night, ride you or die. fucked it. Yeah, I fucked it. I humped it, dude. It was like uh, okay. it was my pillow. I remember when I was like, I remember when I was like eight, my mom came in. I don't even know why. This is, <laughs> I hope no one listens. <laughs> my mom, my mom was like, Dave, Dave. I, she knew I was just doing it because I stopped. And she was like, if you're eight years old now, you're a little too old for this, right? I was thinking I'm probably just too young to be doing this, but I'm <laughs> doing it. This fucking my Care da- Bear stiff as shit. <laughs> my dad kept that Care Bear. My dad oh, was God. There's one side of it that was worn down. My dad kept that in the bottom of his drawer. And then when he passed away, my mom went on a, on a rampage and threw everything out without asking. And that was like the one thing I was going to get. I wasn't going to give it to the kids, but it'd be hilarious to keep on to it. But she threw it out. And I was just like, I guess it's for the best, right? I just picture like Emily took the kids out for like ice cream and you have that Care Bear <laughs> and you just start just unbuckling, the- your, <laughs> your, unbuckling your belt. It's been 30 years. <laughs> Hello. Time to get acquainted, old friend. Oh my God. I mean, hey, I've been glad you're open about I think I've talked to many people that have like podcasts about certain kinks and they use their name and everything. And I'm like, I'm glad that someone, why would you, everyone's got one. Why are you going to hide behind it? It only gets weird when you make it weird as shit. There's probably some dude out there that is listening to this. He's like, you're right. Guess what I like to do? And then they start going off about how they like to just dip one of their balls in the fish tank that they own. Uh, who cares? You don't care. You're already open for how long? You don't, like, to be honest with you, if I was to say that in a room with anybody I know, they're like, well, it would surprise me because basically I'm in, there's no filter, right? So There's just a line between it's like, are you, <laughs> is, is it a kink or are you just a fucking psychopath? Yeah. Just got to scratch that itch. I guess. 
I mean, there was that one lady, who was it? Um, which is like, I understand because especially when you're dealing with like relationships, which gets so weird. The one lady that drove 900 miles, um, wore a diaper so she didn't have to stop for bathroom breaks to go and try and kill uh the one lady that was cheating on her with our cheating um with her fiance i think whoa was this on a dateline and she was an astronaut who's an astronaut that put the diaper dude, on all right hold on. i'll read the fucking article of this too oh did, 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 she, did she killed the uh the other girl did she okay so her name is lisa oh. nowak she was the astronaut that drove 900 miles um, to attack her ex-girlfriend. So during her trip to confront Colleen oh. Shipman, Noak reportedly wore diapers to avoid bathroom breaks. <laughs> it was inspired in the 2019 movie Lucy in the Sky. Imagine that. You are fucking so mad at someone to go and attack them that you're going to put on a fucking diaper because you don't want to waste a second. You don't want to pull over to the side of the road at a gas station, get out of the car, ask for the walk inside, ask for the key to the bathroom. The guy goes, you have to buy something first. You go, okay. You grab like a pack of gum or you grab some type of pizza combos or some type of stupid $1 or $2 item, put it on the table. And he goes, all right, here's the bathroom key. You walk into the bathroom, go, I got to get back on the road so I can go. I got 450 fucking miles left. Was she worried that she'd be ca- caught on camera going in to get the washroom so they could trace no. her back her trail? She was so pissed. She did not wow. want to Literally. stop to go to <laughs> the bathroom. Um, That's commitment. Uh, do you ever pee in a car? Have, like in a bottle? Yeah, I think everybody has. Yeah, because I was gonna say I did that once. It was it was kind of weird because we were driving down to New Jersey and we're on this we were on this crazy highway and I'm from Canada so I'm down there by almost New York. There's like seven lanes of traffic. I'm like, yeah, I love no way you, I'm getting out of this. I love how you had to disclaim that I'm from Canada, so we do a lot I'm of weird Canada, shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I have no. Yeah, yeah, but it's, I'm not used to the roads, right? So we had like a, a one liter Gatorade bottle in the back, and our two friends were there, but Buddy and his girlfriend. So I was just like, all right, guys, just don't look up here. And I was driving and I couldn't get off. So Emily, Emily held the bottle, right? And I filled that whole thing up, man. But then we did, we lost the top. So we, uh, we ended up having to pull over because that's all you could smell in the car. I was to say, why didn't you just dump it out? We, well, if we dump it over the car. You just stick your arm out the window and dump it out when you're at a stoplight or something. People think you're just dumping out Gatorade. Hey, that no, but we run like we run on a highway though. Yeah, that Gatorade said Glacier Freeze, and that thing came out awfully brown yellow. Uh, lemon lime. Got <laughs> uh, Too much, uh, too much creatine, Dave. Your pee's yellow. <laughs> I was, uh, cause I was, cause when I was looking up, like, so I was up at like four o'clock in the morning. Well, I was on my phone since like one, but I was supposed to go to like try and go back to sleep, which I ended up falling asleep for like 30 minutes, but I ended up going to like four o'clock in the morning, just watching videos on the internet where I started, I found the astronaut thing. Then also I was watching a documentary about a guy who was in like Afghanistan and they were searching for mines, like the little IEDs. And he turned his right foot and then he just, next thing you know, remembers being thrown through the air and oh. he got, his leg was blown off all the way up to like his uh pelvis his other leg is like down like close to his knee um so he's got no legs and then his arm was completely like cut off all the way to the elbow and the other one was what they call i think sheared and sheared is when all the skin on the bone is ripped off 
So oh. the, the bone's still there, but the skin is just completely gone. So then he talks about That's the, cool. and this is like 4 a.m. So I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm not, I'm not going back. I'm going to go back to sleep right now. My mind I was, going. I was, it was an hour video. I didn't know. So I just, I thought it was like 10 minutes. And then next thing you know, it starts going and going and going. I'm like, this is longer than 10 minutes. But then um, they have all the pictures of him in surgery. He's like knocked out. He goes, yeah, for a couple of months, I could not even like, they just kept me on morphine. So I was like out in and out. But um, then it's him trying to live his life and he's got no arms, no legs, basically. And he's like, there were so many times where I was suicidal. He's like, what happens if I just threw myself down the stairs out of my wheelchair and broke my neck? And I'm like, yeah, but what happens if you get like at this moment right now, you're thinking you have nothing left to live for. Like your life is already crap. Imagine if you broke your neck and then you're paralyzed. So then least you can move around and shit a little bit yeah it could always be it could always be worse right yeah yeah Yeah. so he talked about that too but they started a a page talking about like how he's doing physical therapy trying to get his like you know life back together and trying his best to be you know find happiness again with his prosthetics and stuff and um did you share a video or anything i remember seeing something like that he was working out in his garage no i think we might have all across the same video okay um yeah he had all prosthetics on and he was working out in his garage i remember seeing i think a picture or video maybe might have been the same guy but then um they started like a facebook thing and it was trending you guys page real built up trying to stay positive trying to get uh you know everything going together found a girl got into a real serious relationship she helps out a lot then something came across i guess he was on the internet and he found a thing about uh arm transplant so someone he got put on the arm donor list and they found a way to be able to like take a dead person's arms and put them on his and break off. Really? I swear to you. So here's the crazy part where I start getting bumps of like some Frankenstein shit. So what they do is when they, um, when they uh, go to sew the arm on like his, the, the, the new arms do not match his old ones at all. Like his, where his rest of his like biceps, <laughs> well, where his bicep is and everything, it's all a different skin color. And then when he gets down to like the forearms, the forearms are fatter. Like they just don't look like they look like from like a, a an obese person rather than looking from him. Who's like relatively thin. And um, so what they do is they, sew it back on but they do something where they attach every single nerve in your arm to the other one individually like science has gone this far and they even the scientist was like we get a lot of crap for this like people really do not like this they think it's playing god they think it's a bunch of things yeah but even going into the surgery there's no um guarantee that you're going to be able to even move your hands at all it's just they're kind of just there for looks you know, they're there for that. They're not going to be able to do anything. You're only going to have function of the real body parts and stuff like that. But after a month or so of him doing like training, um, you know, working, doing therapy and rehab and all this stuff, he's slowly like where he's at now, like a year or so later, he can't like he can move two fingers, but he can lift his whole arm up and like tap things on the computer to be able to do like social media stuff. But he can't hold a ball. He can't squeeze anything. It took him forever. You get to see him doing the training thing. He's moving his hand through like foam and trying to pull out like test his sensory things. He goes, I can feel it when someone pinches that fingertip. Now his nerves have somehow connected that in there, but here comes the, here comes the weird part. So whenever your body has something inside of it, that is not natural to its body that it's developed, it tries to reject it. It'll fight it off. Yeah. His biggest thing right now is that he has to keep taking a steroid and a pill that 
dumbs down his immune system because if it if he stops taking it his body will start to reject the new arms so like we're like he's like yeah in the next in the next year in the next 10 in the next 15 my body's going to reject these arms and they showed a video his whole entire elbow everything looks severely like blistered up and like because his body's rejected was he the was he the first person to do like one of no like how how long have you been doing this for i wouldn't do that or dead persons aren't I'd, I'd be happy to post that with them. As amazing as it sounds, I was a little bit upset because I looked and I saw he had a part of his tattoo that his arm got when it got blown off. It took half the tattoo off and he had part of it. When he got the new arm, he tattooed the rest of it onto the new arm. I'm like, that's fucking creepy. I got to look up this video. Yeah, this is crazy, man. You always find the weirdest stuff. It's cool. But. It, it was just so interesting to me because I was looking, I was like, imagine that like you're working with these hands for 10, 15 years. They're now a part of you now. You've now adapted to them. And then now knowing that at any day you could just lose them. Like again, like they have to get taken off because your body's rejecting it too much. And he came across because he heard about some dude that got a new hand and some person that got like one new arm. He was the first one where it's like, we're going to give you two new arms. And he was like, he's able to do push-ups and stuff. Now he's able to like move around. The weird thing is he's driving. I'm like, how do you drive with no legs? You probably have those pedals. Like remember the little people, big worlds on TLC where he had those stilts. That's so sketchy, though. What happens if you, like, mess up and the thing doesn't press the gas or break down and then you're in a car accident? He probably has it hooked up now with today's technology. You could probably just put a button on a steering wheel. That's the gas, like a, like a game, right? Would you want another arm if they could give you another arm because you lost yours? No. No, no. If it's a dead person's arm, that's just weird. It's like that'd be a premise of a movie. The guy puts on, like, a dead person's arm all of a sudden, like – there's like something attached and all of a sudden neurologically he thinks that he's that person that died and that'd be a cool movie. Anyways. What, hold on. Hang on. <laughs> I was just thinking, imagine if you got a different ethnicity's arm and then you could start saying you're that ethnicity. <laughs> yeah, that's you, terrible. Yeah, thought. Yeah. 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 That's uh, it's off the, off the books. Right. Yeah. I, I was we, trying, uh, I was trying to think of like, cause I, I was driving, um, when I told you like this past weekend, I went to my buddy's house and I was, I was driving down his road and I didn't, I, as I was going, I was going 55 and I had just pulled out onto the main highway. So I was speeding up real fast. I didn't have my seatbelt buckled. And I was like, you know, what would be a really good plot to a movie is this, if a car like hit me head on and you just see this car start flipping and spinning, like you're filming from a distance, you see the car flipping and spinning. And then it's like, it crashes. And you know how when they always like go into like the car when it's upside down and like videotape the person that's in there like that. But I was like, imagine if they did like a slow zoom pan up, like you get, it's like, you just see the eye, like the eye, like the eyeball of a person and it's slowly zooming out. And you realize the eye is popped completely out of their head. And it's like coming from an up angle and it comes up and the dude's just laying on the, like knocked out and his eyes just come, like, can you get a new eye? Can I get blue eyes? Oh yeah. Blue eyes. There was a movie with uh, one of the actresses. I remember they, they trans, they did an eye transplant and she basically seen the life of this other person. Jessica Biel was in it. I remember seeing that movie a few years ago. I feel like, they can do anything crazy these days. Well, you obviously do some crazy research, man. Like I'm sure there's been stuff being done that, uh, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't call that research. I call that like being up at 1am and or 4am and watching a fucking crazy ass video. What's a good website to find uh, crazy stuff on or like a form? Like, do you, 
Just you scout the internet looking for cool stories. Search Twitter. I don't know. Just Twitter, look, yeah. look through a bunch <laughs> of stuff. You'll see. I usually go to like Science Today and see what they're trying to develop and stuff like that. Like that's the, the int- everything right now is all about COVID though. So it's like hard to find anything that's not fucking talk, <laughs> talking about a disease and viruses and all that stuff or wearing a mask. I'm like, I'd rather just would look up like the cool shit. Is the, are the cases starting to go up there again? They say that, but I don't know. I don't want to believe anymore. They're going to do that every single year now. There's another wave, all this. Well, like we're almost out of lockdown. Well, we're out of lockdown, but the White House put all, oh, some of our like towards like LA, and I don't really want to get into this all, but towards LA, they got the mask mandate back. So now they're all wearing masks again. So I'm like, people are wondering where that's going to hit now. But like the way the article does it is like the White House was like, we're not going to make it like mandate the vaccine or mandatory vaccine. And I'm like, you mean like you're going to forcibly make people take like you're already trying to come door to door and shit. So I'm like, there are people then yeah. I'm like, but how do you make that mandatory? Like, I think this would be a thousand percent easier if the people that are unvaccinated and the people that are vaccinated just shut the fuck live your own life. Why do people start giving a shit now? You haven't given a shit 40 years of your life and you're going to start caring now. Like, I'm like, come on. Like, ah, just, it gets upsetting. I know that's a whole, that's a, that's an open wound for you. And, uh, yeah, it's not to dive into that too, too deep. I would like, we, to uh, we had our, we had our first needle, but we were supposed to get our second needle, uh, yesterday, but I remember my first Moderna shot, I was sick. So I was like, well, I have a podcast with Robbie and I don't want to be under the weather. So <laughs> let's, Oh God, it. you're going to get me attacked by a bunch of people online because you're putting it on hold to do my podcast <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow, David gets COVID. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it it happened today he should have got you see one shot. of my favorite golfers just got covid uh bryson dechambeau well, not favorite he's not my favorite golfer but anyways a pga tour golfer and you think everybody you think they're all invincible right but i have a question for you so when you were taking those videos of hitting your kid with a golf ball no, you, no, no rephrase that that was an accident oh those were actual you did it multiple times though so i was like how do you get okay it? you had like different was, angles and shit i was, was like it was about 40 yards away and then back my thing. And then he was just, I was just hit it out towards him and I'm usually not good with my aim. And it, yeah, it was pretty funny actually. So now every time I'm out with the uh, chipping around, he makes sure not to get in front of me. But, but does he, he, yeah. Did he like it though? Oh, he laughed. That's, oh, yeah, that's it. what I'm saying. It's like golf. the way it happens is like, I remember my brother, he, um, when he was practicing for soccer, he would have me as the goalie and he really even wouldn't try and shoot a goal. He would just try and hit me in the face with a ball. So then eventually it became like fun where I would just put like, my dad was like, Jesus, you keep hitting them in the head. Let me put on a helmet on them. So I put a baseball helmet on like the pit, like the giant batting helmets and he would hit it, but it would hit the visor and actually make me fly back. Cause it, the force of that hitting the thing and then hitting my head and making, but it was fun. I thought it was hilarious. I liked getting hit. It was like playing dodgeball. It's the reason why people love that game so much. When you're younger, you don't care. You just bounce back. You don't care about looking weak or anything. But like my my two kids, Tucker can take a beating. Not a beating, but they're both so clumsy. But, I mean, you think he's going to cry? No, he's just going to get up and get going. Braxton, I mean, if he stubs his toe, then we'll get ready for the waterworks, right? But they'll, those – memories like i remember beating my sister up growing up and every time i pushed to like i we were too rough and she started crying i I'd basically just pretend that uh that i was like an ambulance ambulance worker and just and reviver because i didn't want her to tell my parents that uh that i 
hurt her. So it's another weird thing when we look at like how some people also act like children who are adults. And then like the main concept of like, remember when a kid falls and they turn and look to see if you saw it. And if you, yeah, if you make eye contact, they start crying, but if they don't make, they don't start crying unless they make eye contact with you and they know you saw it. If you're looking away and not paying attention, they'll just be like, and they'll stop and get up and then they'll try and do something else to make get more. It's attention seeking. Yeah, exactly. If, if tree falls in the woods, anybody here, right? So like, yeah, they just want to be, they're like, now's my chance to get their attention or I might get an extra cuddle or a hug or something, or they might get me a treat if I hurt myself bad. Oh yeah. All about attention. We had some people over last night and Braxton was chill as chill as anything. And as soon as they all came in, he was bouncing off the walls. And I'm thinking, I was talking to my friends. I'm just like, he's just like his dad because he just wants to entertain and, and try to be trying to make everybody laugh. So I'm like, you know what? I'm getting mad at myself right now. I'm getting mad at my a mini me. And why, soon you'll have a mini me. Well, why do you feel the need to make a lot of jokes and stuff? Is it because you just don't like the awkward pause of silence? Exactly. Thank you. I okay. just can't, I just, I just can't, I can't sit there and like, especially when people come over, I feel like I have to entertain. And if there's just a moment of quietness, because basically a few, like, a few of my friends are really quiet and they're just, uh, I think they're expecting me to be stupid so I can entertain, right? Do you find it strange that you can spend maybe a couple months like hanging out with someone and always talking and chatting and joking? And then when you, the one time you're silent, they ask you what's wrong. Oh, yeah. And you're like, yeah. I just don't feel like, like I was at my buddy's house. We're chatting, drinking, talking, having fun. And then like, I was like, he doesn't listen to my show. I'm like, dude, just fucking, he was like going over my uh, t-shirts that I make. And he was like, you should change this to this. You should change this to this. I'm like, good. I like the insight. Keep giving me more. I'll t- Cause I'm taking the word podcast out of the name of the, um, the, on the clothing. So it's just out of the blank. Cause then it's more manageable for people that don't just listen to the show. It's for kind of like, I'm going to be a clothing brand. And we're, we're talking and he goes, yeah, he goes, well, this one's crap. And then he's like, kind of like degrading me a little bit, but in like a brotherly love type way. And then I was just like, I was playing a game on like my phone. So I was like silent. And he just looks over. He goes, is everything okay? Did I hurt your feelings? I'm like, what? No, I was just, I was paying attention to something else. That's, that's so weird. Cause it's like, I don't always want to be the life of the party or be the most chatted of guy. Yeah. I, I used to have a couple outgoing friends and uh, they'd always be around and they'd make me laugh. I, I like to, I like to sit back sometimes and someone kind of just be the person to make everybody laugh. And that's like with Emily, like everyone expects me to be happy and outgoing. And if I'm kind of like stressed out or, or whatever, not stressed out, but if I'm dealing with the kids or whatever, like Dave, you're cranky. I'm like, no, like I just can't be stupid joking Dave right now. Cause I don't know. So everyone, ex- everyone expects you to be a certain certain way all the time and it's it's it sucks that like like you said like you can't just someone expects that something's wrong with you as soon as you uh shut the hell up imagine the people that spend their whole life just playing the facade of being an asshole and then (laughs) then when like they're like hanging out they're just quiet and really nice. And you're like, I thought you were an asshole. It's like, yeah, it's just so people don't always ask and assume things of me. They just assume I'm going to be an asshole. So they don't waste their time with me. And you're like, Uh, Oh my God, you set your life up to never be bothered by anybody. But that's a cold one in itself. Cause then you have no one to call or rely on or be able to talk to when you want to. No, I think it's certain moods. 
like do you get like i'm in certain moods where i'm just like you know i don't want to talk i don't want to go on social media today i don't i don't feel like talking to anybody like i just want to go about my day and that's it right and other days i'm just like just a chatty cat and wants to talk to everybody but it depends on the mood right well, that's the thing with social media too, is I'm starting to see like a big drop off with it on a lot of concepts of things. I mean, for me, like I'm only on it to set up something for a podcast or put up a post, but when you're like, there is one person that kept messaging me like 50 times in a row. And then like, I was like, yeah, it's just conversation. Just check it out. And if you want to be on let me know, and they're like intriguing. And I was like, I'm going to retract my offer. <laughs> like, I'm like, it just, it freaks me the fuck out when someone says intriguing intriguing um is that do you have another blank t-shirt on right now no this is I'm, this is a different shirt so i'm just i know you like triangles so yeah i'm i definitely have to reduce the size of that i don't know if i should have it that big what this one yeah that's an actual color. photo that i took too it's i filled a glass up with water and went to the beach and then i just uh changed up the colors a little wait bit. that's a sunset that's a sunrise yeah sunrise oh yeah sunrise you were there it's in my town i took up i'll send you the original photo but i waited for the foam of the ocean to come up and then hit the glass and then i took a picture through that but i had to put water in the actual glass too so I put water in the actual glass and it made it distorted a little bit. And it made what made that. you do that? That's crazy. Well, I mean, you just wanted to. Well, for so long, like, I, I mean, back like the fifth year I was working out, I was, I think it was a year after high school was over with or my senior year um, that summer. I was, I didn't really like, I was doing jet skis and stuff. So, I mean, I just never slept. So I'd be one o'clock in the morning. I'd be at the gym, go home three o'clock in the morning. I'm making like chicken breasts on the fucking stove, trying to do the fit life. You know, that type do you, of thing. Do you wake up, uh, yeah. Wake up any family members doing that, 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 that late. I think everybody in my family is kind of adjusted since I was little of me not going to bed when I'm supposed to be in bed. Yeah. So is you like, is you used to like, like my little guy, Tucker every night one o'clock two o'clock in the morning he comes on in and he wants he wants to sleep with us is that how you were when you were younger you just didn't want no I, I never I I stayed away from everybody I just kind of do my own thing <laughs> yeah well you're making up for it now you're connecting with so many people well it's like when I when I even now if I wake up at two o'clock in the morning or something I put my arm behind my head and laying down like looking up at my ceiling and after like a minute or two, I'm on my phone making like a new design. I'm on the, my phone going on Twitter looking for something for the podcast. It needs to be something productive if I'm just sitting there watching. Like that documentary, as informative and as cool as it was, I was also in the back of my mind like, you're wasting fucking time. Go and do something. And it's like I am. I'm watching a heartfelt story and it's like that's not progressing your life any further and i'm like what and there's that, that voice in the back of you my head are just like, you are critical of yourself oh all the time oh my gosh i have an ego issue that's why i know bill gates is the devil <laughs> i can <laughs> see it he's got wow, an ego good. he named look if you're gonna be if you really he's going for the nobel peace prize so what he did was he made friends with all the people that vote in the committee to make the Nobel Peace Prize to pick who's going to be the sense. next one. So he made friends with those people. But imagine this. Is it more famous to be known as like, oh, a great inventor of this technology or being a person who's got a charity that helps out cancer patients and it has your name on the front of it? 
people like wonder very- why he donates to all these places. I'm like, it's an ego issue. If you start a hospital or facility in your name, people go, that must be a great guy. Okay, uh, hmm? I have to get, I'm expected to give back. So I'll give back just to give people what they expect I should do. To still get that evil intent out there. Kind of like Tiger Woods, he's got that foundation as well, especially with everything that went on with him and uh, his mistresses. He's like, uh, I kind of have to make some of that ground up. I mean, just I think there's a warning with anybody that plays golf is you probably shouldn't wear those fucking hats because a lot of them don't have hair on the top of their head. Yeah, he's he's bald, right? It's funny when you see them when they finish on uh, the 18th every time they have to take their hat off and shake everything. I don't know if they do that anymore now, but it's funny seeing what they actually look like because you can't like you see a picture of a golfer with a hat on. You're like, okay, I'm like, who's that? He's not a golfer, right? But they're obviously paid millions of dollars to wear that hat. Yeah, but that's such a like golfing, like I'm surprised you were so, I mean, I understand if it was a big part of your life that you were so interested in it, but that's such a hard one to get famous or popular. I mean, the fact of like what the top person gets a lot of money, but you have to be in the top out of all the other people that are competing. It's not like football. You don't get a, everyone on the team doesn't get a good million dollars. One person gets a close to a million dollars. And then next thing you know, it's like everyone else is kind of dicked over with like a thousand dollars or something for playing. No. It's an, it's an individual sport. So, I mean, only you depends. You don't have a team behind you to back you up. Right. Um, yeah. Most Americans are, I, I knew, I knew what I was doing when we have winter here. Right. So you can't play all year round. I was just like, you know what? Either I, you gotta be in a warmer climate, practice more if you want to make it to the tour. And yeah, that's why a lot of, a lot of people I knew that played good here, they go down and go to this, like to tech, like to the States. Um, Probably down where you're at, like all. How often do you go to the range? Maybe once a week. I, I don't play much anymore at all. Well, I know you were telling um, me Tucker has the ability a little bit like how you did when you oh were Oh, yeah. We took, we took him to the golf course this year already. Took him to the range. He can almost hit it 100 yards. So <laughs> I'm afraid but, all those videos of you like hitting the ball and accidentally hits Tucker that he's going to get a kink to work at a driving range. And then he's just going to stand out there in his underwear and let people just oh, yeah. parade <laughs> the shit out of him. <laughs> oh my God. I, I, I see, I see a little bit of the, uh, the, the new jackass, uh, preview. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh my God. They're going to kill themselves. <laughs> it's just, when's that come out? Uh, it's supposed to be in August. So is it in the, let me guess now we've got theaters now. It's going to be only in theaters for a while. Man, I remember that came out, geez, back when I was, uh, when I was your age. <laughs> I think, I mean, why also there are some people that are like, it scares me to watch that. And then there are some people like me that are like, I'm, I'm, it, it makes me cringe, but I enjoy it so much because it's kind of like what people can accomplish or what people will do just for like a laugh, which is like Pretty pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's just interesting to me. I mean, I think. Jackass started like this revolutionary trend of people making videos online, copying the same exact format. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they had to put that disclaimer in the front, right? Of yeah. the show. Because people, I think I remember hearing some people were actually trying to do stuff. I don't know if people had a seriously hurt or killed trying to do that, but then they had to put the disclaimer there. It's just, I'm surprised. I wonder what the next thing is going to, like, what, how do you know what the next thing is going to be? I can't believe the dancing. Like the dancing on TikTok, like I sound so old, but like if you were to post a video dance when I was like 18, you get made fun of. Now, like you do a dance and you're like famous. It's crazy. 
Well, TikTok's having some issues right now. Um, I, I don't like TikTok. I've never been on it, um, mostly because if you look deep enough, you're going to find some very weird shit. And also, uh, TikTok apparently is under fire because I guess recently there's been a big spark and increase of people that are posting how evil their stepmom is. And like saying all this horrible shit in videos where like people are going on like, this is my stepmom. She took away my keys to my car. She took away all this stuff and has locked me down in a contract, eventually took my house from me. And it's like, what the fuck is what? And it's like revealing how evil stepmoms are. I'm going to make I'm going to try and find it. But I'm like, is this what is on TikTok? I didn't know TikTok was a platform. People are desperate for attention. It's insane. Oh, you go on YouTube now. They have the short reel just like. TikTok now. So, well, how, how far you. until we have a nightcrawler scenario where people are going to create disasters on the aspect that's going to get them famous? Hey, Jake Gyllenhaal, that was a good movie. Yeah, it was. I'm just, let's, let's focus on the actual reality of that being a possible scenario. There were people that did that back in the day. That's based on a real thing. But what, how, how much of that is happening now? Oh, I'm probably still like TMZ. Like they just want to get that shot or whatever and sell to whatever media that wants to take it. Like that's, that's putting food on their kids' tables. So they're going to do anything for that. Trying to find this article. This is where you talk for a second while I search this. I don't know. I'm just like to be famous. I mean, that's, I mean, everyone's like, it's good. But then you hear people just going nuts or going crazy. And I think that's just basically like you're putting so much pressure on these people like uh shallow boof. I bet you if he was just a normal guy, he wouldn't have had a crazy meltdown and, and did what he did or walk in Phoenix. Right. I think being famous, being followed and being like basically under the public's eye every uh, day, it makes someone go crazy. You feel like you're under a microscope and you're expected to be a certain way. Well, the big thing was like that in, uh, I guess the Tokyo Olympics, America didn't even place and get a medal. What? Yeah, the Olympics in Tokyo, whatever that was. They haven't got a medal yet? We haven't got a medal. At least from when we're recording this on the, yeah. I haven't, I, I haven't paid attention to it about all. The, pop, the top article was like, America didn't place and get a medal. And it was like, it's very, very interesting. Because I was like, I don't know what, what why is that? someone i don't i don't know maybe we're not as good as we thought we were i don't know that's probably true that's because covid affected you guys more so the athletes couldn't train they got a little bit of covid body and the countries that didn't have the had the shortest lockdown they were able to train more and now they're beating the states i really want to find this freaking article about tiktok emily got rid of tiktok her first video was almost a million views and I was just like, that's hilarious. But she what did she, what did she do? <laughs> she took a, we were at a, a house we were renting and it had like a jacuzzi tub. So she took all my clothes, my work clothes and, and put this borax and like type of cleaning solution in there. But the first part of the video looks like a jacuzzi tub and they see a girl's account. So they probably think Emily's going to do something in the tub. But she basically soaked, soaked all the, uh, the clothes and it pulled out every little bit of dirt. Roxy, you want to say hi? Say hi to Robbie. Bobby. Is that a Robbie? What's up, Braxton? Here. You've seen me multiple times, bud. You hear him? He just likes you. Um, How you doing, Braxton? Good. Should Robbie have kids? Uh, Does Robbie have kids? um, I'm thinking in 10 years. 
In eight years, he's going to meet the girl of his dreams. And then he's going to give a couple of years. Eight to, years? Uh, I'm going to be 31. Yeah, buddy. We're giving lots of time, man. You're young. Don't rush anything. I want to have 30, kids right? now. And really? I don't want to leave. All right, <laughs> All right buddy. Say bye to Robbie. Hold on. Bye, Bye Braxton. All right, buddy. I'll, be, uh, I'll take you to your play date soon, buddy. Yeah. Oh, kids. You have to admit. Do you want you, kids you, now? You really enjoy having oh, yeah. kids. It's nice being called dad. That's for sure. Someone, it's weird that you have somebody that looks up to you. It's, it's strange. What have you noticed in Braxton that's like a part of you? <sighs> Everything. Like his attitude, his stubbornness. Um, just as a, he's very eccentric and loud. And I don't know. It's just because he's trying to figure out himself. So he's now trying to deal with emotions and everything. Sometimes he gets mad and he's just like, I don't know why I'm mad. And then today, like this morning, what I've noticed about him is something I noticed about myself is he got a bowl of Cheerios from his grandmother last night before bed he didn't eat any of it so then he called me down this morning because he spilt it and he felt really bad because his his grandmother gave him the cheerios and he wanted to eat them right because she, she took the time and care and love to put them in a bowl so that was just like me when i was younger i felt like whenever my mom made me lunch or supper even if i didn't like it or if i felt i knew she kind of took the time and care to prepare it so i'd, I'd still eat it. and i was like wow he's uh i don't know what you, what you call that but it's it's a bit of like oversensitivity, but it's also a very humbling trait of knowing how, like, if you look at the grand scheme of that, like just the fact that we have refrigerators that hold a lot of food for us and the fact of prepping a meal, making a meal, like just understanding that effort is going to make your house run a thousand percent more smoothly. If a kid can understand that and not be like, I don't like mashed potatoes and they have a fit. It's like, well, if you understand the time and effort it took, even if it's instant mash, it's still someone wanted to make you something and decided to boom put that right on the thing that's a that's a soft spot for you isn't it? mashed potatoes okay i wish i could make it properly yeah <laughs> i got four boxes in my closet and i don't even want to attempt it anymore doesn't it come in a like a dry packet and you put it in yeah, water but and milk they say add this much water but what happens if i want to make more than what they're saying and they're like well then just add water and stir to mix whatever i'm like look just fucking so it's too runny eh? let me just get the can of tuna out this is easier like do I do it with mayo. Open that shit. I go for a tuna fish sandwich right now. That's great. I'm I don't mix tuna. anything with mayo. That's disgusting. Really? Yeah. I use Miracle Whip and uh, tuna. Mix that in together and then put on a sandwich with some green onions. That's interesting. I'm I'm really on a rice and beans kick right now. I think it's giving me some weird ass dreams that I enjoy. Well, that, that explains some of the Snapchats. What are some of my Snapchats? <laughs> no, oh, okay. Snapchat, I know but... what you're talking about. Yeah. They're pretty shitty. They're pretty <laughs> shitty. Yeah, a hundred percent. I feel like I could I could smell them right through the screen. <laughs> now, do you have any uh, Chuck E. Cheeses down in your area or places like Chuck E. Cheese? No, I wish. You uh, have, no, you don't have any like childhood arcade places. No, we've we did have an arcade in the mall that's gone. We do we we finally got like this. Uh, this uh, arcade and it's got like a virtual reality place. It's a whole center. It's called Palladium, and finally app it finally opened this year. But I mean, to go bowling, it's thirty dollars for a string. Like it's just ridiculous. For an hour, it costs thirty dollars to play any game you want. It's just overpriced. I think I was just stay at home. The last bastion I had of hope was when they were making more Dave and Busters, and I was like, look, I've I'm heard not, of those. Yeah, I'm not pro 
people playing games instead of enjoying time with your family because you kind of have your family just go off and do something else. But when it comes to connectivity with your family again, or at least having a spot where it's like an arcade scenario, those classic old arcades where the whole family went down there, like I've talked about it before, there was a place in my area called Family Fun Center. I used to have all my little birthday parties out when I was a kid. There were countless times where I was like, whatever happens to that place? And my parents were like, we didn't have enough money sometimes to be able to have because my brother's birthday same month as ours so he's like we couldn't run out the whole thing and he just did it for free because he actually cared about like he was a caring guy and i was like damn like there's no places like that anymore where you get to do ski ball and stuff like that they don't even no matter if you have tickets or anything they just give you a prize like i hope you know have a that's saving the kids at the childhood factor and now it's like how many kids are not having a childhood on the concept of they're growing up too early i had a childhood but a lot of it was a lot of alone shit so i don't want a kid experiencing that i think but here's the weird part is life is very ironic if you're going to be a good talker like i'm okay i end up getting like i end up getting like throat cancer or something happens where the voice gets taken away because it's supposed to show you something about use the ability while you have it because it doesn't last forever. For this, this occurred to me the other day when I was sitting on a back porch and I was getting a little bit tipsy. I was looking off into the water and I go, most of my thoughts or my perspectives or where people say you are age beyond your years spends time is from time in isolation where you can sit and balance off your thoughts. Now, if I look back at my life at all the times I was sitting alone, just kind of balancing life out like a hermit with my thoughts, would I understand or would I appreciate the fact that not in that moment, but now at the point in my life where I'm at now, all those times in isolation have built this type of thinking and processing where I can understand other people's perspectives. If I went back in time to talk to my younger self and explain that to me, would I understand that or would I do anything to just make the pain go away? That's, that's such a deep thought. I, man, just to even think about that, like you're waiting to pull that one out. I just thought of that, to be honest with you. I was thinking about it yesterday. I just totally forgot about it because the whole night that transpired after that was like, I don't remember most of it. So, so you had a good childhood, obviously. I mean, depends on what you, you just define do. Your, do, you, do, you, do you reflect a lot, a lot on your childhood? I reflect on the concept of, I think, when it comes to parenting, for instance, I, both my parents worked two jobs. So it was like you spend a lot of time alone. So even though if you have a house and it's about paying the bills, you never want to struggle. You never want to try your hardest, you know, in the area of like, I'm going to work my ass off to make sure my kid has food and all that. That's important, but also the emotional connection to a lot of shit too, because there are plenty of moments I would definitely trade in for just having someone to be able to bounce my ideas and my thoughts to, because how many people get into a situation, even in your own life as an adult, where you just want to talk to your parents, you just want to talk to them and they somehow calm you out and realize everything that you're worried about right now is only very dramatic because it's right in this instance. In a month from now, you're not even going to think about it. No. Are you still there? Or did I freeze? I might have frozen. Either that or he's doing a really good. Wow. Okay. I thought I was frozen, but you were just really, really still. No, I couldn't. No, he's frozen. No, I can, I can, it's just breaking up a little bit. That's all. Okay. 
that's what happens when this is uh, that just scared the shit out of me i was like dude you got to be a mime or something like the people that stand up on like a on a cane but their whole body's in the air but they're just holding on the cane and the cane's the only thing that's standing there's no wire under them or anything oh man oh it was a i don't know like i'm just trying to think about childhood like i had my good moments and your bad moments and your bad moments you kind of want to put behind you or you put all your trauma in the care bear literally and yeah yeah a lot of hard-earned hours, but uh, the, Care, the Care Bear countdown was always good to me. And Care Bears is still on. And then my, my, my two kids seen that one time. They're like, uh, oh, Daddy, can I have your Care Bear? I'm like, no. My sister had a Cabbage Patch doll, and I remember her biting because it was plastic, and she'd bite the faces off them. Just the faces? When she was little. She'd chew the faces right off. It was weird. It's fucking nuts. Oh, I know. She hated I even said that. So that's what happened to Michael Jackson's nose. Yeah, someone just bit it off. Yeah, my sister. But I look at the concept, like when people say, well, here's a way, like how I've raised 10 kids. Here's how I did it. And they teach you like, oh, you have four very successful kids. How'd you pull it off? Rob Lowe says it best. It's a stroke of fucking luck. Like that's just, you get lucky with it. Because you could train your, I love Rob Lowe. He's a, if there's anybody that's pure of heart and can hold Thor's hammer is Rob Lowe. Um, But when you start, like I've been looking at it, I was like, how many moments in your life, like every instance I could have had where I was spending myself in isolation, just wanting help at the moment I was in, could have easily turned me into a horrible human being that just wants to light fires or be a criminal or do all these types of things that would have thrown me off on the wrong track. But instead, I used it to think more and become more reliant on myself rather than relying on other people to do things for me. And I go, that's a very lucky coincidence because there's that percentage chance. Like you raise your kid 18 years and then he's finally going out on his own for the very first night. And you're like, I fucking, the kid's going to college to be a doctor. The kid's fucking successful in all the ways you can mark off being successful. He goes out to a bar. Someone gives him cocaine and goes down a bad drug rabbit hole. Holy Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Think it through. Like it, there's life is like this weird thing where someone can throw a monkey wrench in it and then fucking delay your progress for 15 years where I start looking at the, even the podcast, for instance, is this delaying what I'm supposed to become? No, no, you're connected with yourself. Obviously all that time in isolation when you're younger, you're connected with yourself, right? I find when you're younger, you just go through stages. I mean, it doesn't matter if you were a badass and you were doing things when you're 15, right? I mean, you grow, you grow, grow. Then you become an adult and you look back on it. You're like, you know what? I did some good stuff. And I did a bit some bad stuff. And you know what? It just, it, it basically, you're like, okay. Oh, this is fun to do. I like this. Oh, this is probably bad. I shouldn't be doing this. And then you find out the kind of the common level between good and ba- bad. And then basically I, fi- I find that you grow into the person that you're, you're, you, you are. I mean, you're not like perfect, but no one's perfect. Yeah, but time. You're still going to make mistakes. The older you get, time moves so much quicker. I Dude, started yeah, to once notice. You, once you have a, once, yeah, once you have a. A schedule each day. Time is just after high school. I find time is just a blur, dude. And, and especially after you have kids. Oh my gosh! Literally, like it's already been. We're we're almost eight months in to another year, and it feels like I don't even really remember a whole lot of it. Like I just met you, and it's twenty nineteen. Like it's that's almost been going on almost three years now. So it's like that's what, crazy. The, to think about that though, like you haven't for, aged a bit. Maybe because like school was so fucking boring when you're in it. So it just felt like your younger years were going by so slow. And then now that you're able to do whatever you want, time goes so fucking quick. Like when I get, (laughs) when I drink, which I rarely do (laughs) on, on the week, 
Well, when on the weekend, for instance, I had a little bit of like whiskey slushy and I'm sitting there in time. Like I was taking it in. I started to notice like the more I was getting a little bit drunk, I was taking in the moments. That's and I was like the best part. Yeah. I was like, this is like real shit. This is fucking my life right now. I'm hearing everything. The water move. I noticed that because there's it was in a back channel. So there was like water, jet skis, boats and everything. Some dude was about to guess filling up his jet ski. And I noticed he dropped gasoline in the water and I could see it, the rainbow color go through the water. And I was noticing every little minute detail, the pool filter at my buddy's house that was making the filtering noise of cleaning out the pool. And, you know, the birds that were chirping across, like I was just noticing so much more. It sounds I was like, like you're on drugs. Cause that's what happens to me when I smoke weed. See, you, you we, press pause. That's that's what I that's like I, it's so fucking hard to explain. But like when people take Adderall, that's what I experienced when I was on Adderall. I experienced like just everything I could sense the moment I was in, not the high effect that everybody's getting. And I guess I guess that's my ADHD because constantly as I'm talking to you right now, I'm also thinking about what I'm going to do an hour from now. Also, I'm trying to think about going to the grocery store and how difficult that's going to be since it's raining here. And then my mind's just going well, off like and off rain. and off. Well, it's not fun when everyone's packing the store because they're like, it's an apocalypse. It's like, no, it's just rain. It's just rain. Yeah. You guys get, yeah. I don't know. Um, do you, do you like worry? Like, do I worry? What do you think about your future? Like, what do you think about the, like, what do you think in 10 years? Like, do I don't think like that's growing. Like, I just, I, I 26 like is the cutoff. That's three years from now. I feel like, do you feel like you spend more time thinking about the future or kind of like 100%. the past? Or you just live in the moment? I just live in the moment. I look 100% towards the future, even though probably the best information is left in the past. There are many moments I take and I analyze of like, why do I think this way? And I start to look back at like, oh, it's because of this day or this thing. But I'm always worried about the future. I'm always wondering what tomorrow is going to hold for me because I don't know what that is. I like to the world likes to base things, or at least I like to base things off of history in the past because it's able, it's there, it's already happened. So you don't need to predict. But then when you look at the future, it's nothing's promised. There's nothing written down. There's no template to be able to figure out what tomorrow is going to hold for you. You could get into a car accident tomorrow. You could, the next day after that, it could be a week from now. You don't know how long until your time is finally up. How many people die at the age of 30? I don't think they were predicting that they were going to die at 30. No. No, and I mean, after when some obviously you lose someone close, then uh, then it puts everything in perspective too. You're like, you know what? They're like, they're just like me. Nothing was wrong with them. What the heck? So you kind of take every day for granted too at the same time because sometimes I find I have a moment every few weeks where I'm just like, I got to really enjoy this moment. I got to live in it right now because I know in like six months, like 10 years, I'll be wish I'll still be in that moment. And well, we, Okay, I got to. I about to say I can hear the kids screaming. Yeah, but I'm gonna leave yeah. you on this. Imagine if everyone's like heaven's gonna be this great grand thing, but imagine if you die on here and you get there and you realize why did I not get here quicker? Everything is so much better, and this was the tasking process, the regular life, the one that we think is this beautiful, magnificent thing, and when it ends, you end up getting heaven or you get a hell. What happens if you get to the afterlife and you realize this was just stage one, there's a stage two and stage two is a thousand times better. We look at stage one. Like, I can't believe I didn't get here sooner. What if we're basically going through stages until we become like, basically, you know, you use butterfly, your brain, 
basically, yeah, every every stage of your life, you're you start on a stage, become like a whole complete person. Like maybe these are just steps that we need to go through. Like, man, that's a good way of thinking too. It's, God, you're deep. I need to get uh, high, and we should just have a chat, uh, not doing the podcast because, man, you could really, you really know how to turn things. Well, hit me up tonight if you want. I will, bud. I okay. will. And we'll have to have a bowl of cereal soon, man. I can't. Uh, it's been too long. All right. Well, David, do you want to promote your stuff or do you have anything yeah. you want to end on? Yeah, come follow High Spoon with two zeros and uh, there'll be some more content coming in the fall. Content coming in the fall.